I am the genie of the podcast, and you get one wish. Oh, that's an easy one. I wish their Discord server was free to join. Wish granted. That's right. You guys and gals asked for it, and we did it. Our Discord server is now free to join. That's right. You get to come be a part of the best gaming community out there. You'll find the link in the episode description and over on our website at multiplayerpodcast.com. Now, I know what you're thinking. We do definitely still need your support. All right. So if you love the podcast, if you love what we're doing and you are just thinking to yourself, this is awesome. I really want to support these guys. Head over to multiplayersquad.com. That's where you can help support the show. You do get some awesome perks, but more importantly, you get our eternal gratitude. All right. Now enjoy the episode and we'll see you on our Discord server. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are just a couple of dads who love having family-friendly conversations about gaming, and we are very excited to have you guys here with us today. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars, and leave a review. And also, we'd like to ask you to consider helping support the show, which you can do by heading over to MultiplayerSquad.com, where you can help support the show starting at $5 a month. And also, you can join our free Discord server, so feel free to check out the link in the episode description. We would love to connect with you guys there on Discord. I am your host, Paul, and with me, I have a, a co-host, and in, uh, in in reviewing my friends, you know, Josh, you uh, rank somewhere here near the top, but it, it's it's Josh. You guys know him. He's at the top of everyone's leaderboard. Dang it, Paul, you stole my intro. I was going to say, on my leaderboard, Paul, you are number two. <laughs> Fair enough. Ask me, wait, ask me who's number one. Uh, who's number one, Josh? Me! Okay. It's me, yeah. Paul. Uh-huh. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I sit atop my own leaderboard. <laughs> yes, so today is a bonus round episode. Every other Monday, we do a deep dive into a particular game. And then every other Monday in between the deep dives, we do some kind of bonus round episode. Sometimes we do a Q&A mailbag from our listeners. Sometimes it's a draft and tournament. And today we decided it's been quite a while since Oof. we have reviewed our leaderboard and we felt like it was time. Yeah, it's definitely time. It's been a little while and it's looking a little stale. <laughs> so for anyone who's new to the podcast, Josh, why don't you share with them what our leaderboard actually is? So our leaderboard, every deep dive uh, review that we do, so every game that we talk about in depth, uh, we put on the leaderboard. It's a lot of fun because these games are from all different genres. So we have a lot of fun kind of trying to figure out where to place it on the leaderboard. Um, and I think as of right now, we have like 43 games on there. Um, but we do admit to some recency bias that occurs mm -hmm. if we're right actively in the middle of playing a game that we love. And then when it comes time to talk about it, we tend to rank it maybe a little high. And then sometimes there's games that we're a little sour on that we put near the bottom that we then come back and say, Hey, maybe that wasn't fair. Um, and so every now and then we go back to the leaderboard to look at it and say, Hey, like, where did we mess up? You know, what, what is not a fair ranking? Like, what's a game that really, in hindsight, you know, it, it wasn't as good as we thought it was? Or maybe, um, as we have seen with some games where the developers patch the game 
or change the game to where it makes the game terrible. And then we go, <laughs> hey, this game doesn't really deserve to be this high on our leaderboard because this game sucks now. <laughs> so Yeah, so we, we like to try to keep our leaderboard recent and updated. We don't want to leave a game near the bottom or at the top if it's changed over time. And uh, so we're going to get around to that here in just a moment. We do have a little bit of housekeeping to do first. We did want to give a shout out to a new Epic Patreon supporter. So we wanted to give a shout out to Red Letter. He is pretty active here on our Discord server. He's currently deployed, but he did say he was able to bring his Switch with him, and he does have an Ultrabook, so he does like to hop into World of Warcraft, but you probably won't see him doing anything too graphically intense on that Ultrabook. No, no. I think I've seen him (laughs) play in World of Warcraft, which you could play basically on a half-baked potato at this point. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, it's, he's been super active. It's really cool to, uh, to see that. I mean, he's an epic supporter, which is, you know, light years above a rare supporter. So not to put any pressure on the rare supporters there, but you know, uh, red letters, (laughs) you know, number one in my book right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Our, our listener leaderboard red letter is number one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we're, we're super excited to have you. Thank you so much. Red letter. We definitely appreciate the support. And then Josh, I think you have a couple of reviews you were going to read for us. Do have a couple of reviews. They've been rolling in. So thank you. In, and I'm just going to remind everybody, if you're listening and you have not left us a review, it takes about 15 seconds to leave us a review. Uh, it really helps the show. And we might, uh, we might select it to read it. So I've got two this time. Uh, first one comes in from JCon, and it's titled Fun Wholesome Gaming Podcast. Can't recommend this podcast anymore. And I had to pause there because I was like, wait a minute, you can't recommend us anymore? Like, what happened? But I yeah, think he's saying, that, that like, I can't recommend this enough. Like, yeah. I can't recommend it any more than I am right now. Uh, great hosts, varied gaming perspectives, and relatable personalities and gaming preferences. Regular content that has become a staple Monday and Friday activity for me. Whether I'm at the gym, walking around town, or driving to work, these guys have become my new best friends, and I enjoy their work. Donations inbound once I quit being lazy and putting off signing up for your Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jaycon. That's a, a very lovely review. We are, you know, we're always happy to have a new best friend. So welcome aboard. Uh, and he is my new best friend, Paul. You know, <laughs> are you as, as an epic supporter, he really is, you know, is up there now. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, this second one comes in from Eric B. Moy from Denmark. Oh, okay. I know, man. I love these foreign reviews. These are awesome. Uh, And it's titled, I love it. And he said, I love listening to you, especially the prank stories episode. Oh. Uh, I loved the self-TP. That was uh, in reference to me (laughs) teaching myself to throw people off my trail. (laughs) And I love listening to these ever since Denmark went into lockdown. So that is super cool. I like that prank episode as well. Um, But yeah, so that's really cool. We've got a uh, listener over in Denmark. I'm sure we have thousands, but, you know, he's he's the one that left the review there. So I think everyone in Denmark listens to this podcast, right? I think I think we have like a 99% listen rate in Denmark right now. Well, I'm sure there's there's at least uh, a, like four or five. So, you know, uh, th- we, we got a review there from one. That's very neat, though. Didn't we have a review from like Prague or something just a couple yeah, we weeks ago Belgium. that we read? Yeah, Belgium. we've been getting yeah, from all over, all over yeah. the, uh, the world, really. 
Oh, very cool. Interestingly, mentioning the pranks episode, our friend Andy from over at the Fantasy Footballers <gasps> podcast, he was driving in the car and texted me and said he was going to listen to the pranks episode. And I said, uh-oh, because I talked about a prank that you have not yet discovered. And so it did kind of spoil it a little bit, but Andy did finally find the book that I had left on his bookshelf, How to Teach Your Cat About Gun Safety, Satanism, Abstinence, and Other Threats to Your Cat's Nine Lives. (laughs) So uh, Andy did hear about that on the episode, and he did find the book on his bookshelf. So This was years later, and I actually saw Andy a few (laughs) days ago, and he had the book with him, and he was giving it it? to... Yeah, he was giving it to another guy so that that guy could then give it to somebody else and, (laughs) and continue that prank. So Paul, this might be a lifelong generational prank at this point. Oh, yeah. Pay it forward, right? You know, you gotta you gotta take these books or these license plates, whatever we're pranking people with, and yeah, pass them on to the next uh the next victim. All right. Well, Josh, I think we're ready to jump into the leaderboard review. I am always ready to dive into the leaderboard, Paul. I'm doing a swan dive this month. Wait, uh what's the the triple lindig? Do you remember okay. what movie that's from? I have no idea what's that oh, from. What's the one with Rodney Dangerfield where back, back to, to school? S- Back to school, right? Where they're like the high dive guys. Okay. Oh my goodness, that movie's really stupid. <laughs> I saw that movie once a very long time ago. Well, and yeah. you remembered the triple Lindig, didn't you? <laughs> I, I I do remember it now as you're jogging my memory. That's right. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. All right, so Josh, we did not discuss yet exactly how we want to review this leaderboard. In previous reviews... Between you, me, and Todd, who is our occasional third host on the show, in the past we've just kind of thrown out games that we thought were in the wrong spot. In this case, since it's just you and me, uh, probably a little bit less discussion than normal. I don't even know if this is going to go a full hour. I kind of thought maybe we should just break up our leaderboard into like five-game chunks, and then maybe just quickly reading through them and then talking about if anything seems out of place. Oh, I like it. Does that work for you? A little bit more methodical, but yeah, because honestly, that kind of helps people because like, oddly enough, I don't think that everybody has actually gone to check out our leaderboard, which you really should if you haven't. Um, But I I do like that because it's going to give people kind of an idea of where games are, where they stack up, and maybe even we can rehash like why certain games that some people might have a very high opinion of, (coughs) Valorant, (coughs) Valorant. (laughs) Um, might be so low on our particular leaderboard. Sure. And then also, since we decided to just start arbitrarily throwing single-player games on our leaderboard, by nature, some of these things are going to have to move around anyway. I'm still Uh, waiting for that person to call us out and be like, you guys are idiots, man. Do you realize that Resident (laughs) Evil Village is not really a multiplayer game? Uh, Yes, we we, we are aware. (laughs) (laughs) So, also, I was going to say that... um, It's also a nice just reminder of what games we've covered in the past, because sometimes people join our Discord and they're like, hey, have you ever done an episode on Outriders? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, we did. We actually did one really not all that long ago. So I also, as you hear us go through the leaderboard, if there are any games on this list you want to hear more about, I've got good news for you. There's a whole one hour episode devoted to that game. So let's go ahead and just review the first five here. So at the top of our leaderboard, these are the games that we have enjoyed the most. We recommend them the most. It's a very arbitrary list. This is based very much on our personal preferences. 
but we are coming in with number one, Overwatch, two, Apex Legends, three, Rocket League, four, Rust, and five, Valheim. How are you mm. feeling about that top five, Josh? That's a that's a really good top five, man. And you know what's funny? Before we even before I even looked at the leaderboard, the one game that popped out that I was like, man, where did we rank this game? Because it really needs to be high up there. Was Valheim? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, I was watching um a, a one of our uh, listeners by the name of T Foles was streaming it in one of the channels on the Discord the other day, and I kind of had just hopped in there, was chatting with him and watching a little bit of the gameplay. And I miss that game, man. You know, he was just running around the meadow and looking for copper and all that. And it was just like the music was playing. You know, it was a beautiful sunny day in Valheim. And I was just <laughs> like, I got a little nostalgic. And I was like, dude, this game came out of nowhere. And it was so stinking fun, man. It really was. And we got yeah. so many people to play it. We had a good 10 people. On oh, our yeah. private we were Valheim telling server. everybody. Yeah, yeah, we were telling everybody about it. I, it's funny because I almost think we were a little too early to that game. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think, like, man, if if we had waited to play that a little bit, we probably could have had like twenty people in that world like playing with us. <laughs> you know, um, but I was pleasantly surprised to see that we did have it in our top five because legitimately, I think it belongs there. So. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'd change anything. I'm never going to get you to put Rocket League above Apex Legends. No. Uh, did no. I tell you I played the arena mode in Apex like a week ago? I, I think you posted about it on Discord and you said it was not fun because you got like wiped I was so bad. Right? I haven't played Apex in like a year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, trying to hop into 3v3 arena mode out of the blue, I, my teammates probably hated me. But man, it did not. <laughs> it didn't didn't go good, Paul. Uh, didn't win a single match. I think I played like five or six matches. But it was cool to see that mode. I could see it being fun if you actually had like three coordinated people. Um, but I, I think the top five is perfect. To be honest with you, I think that's pretty well set. The top five, yeah. I've actually had the battle royale bug a little bit the last couple of weeks. I actually a small piece of me was curious to pop back into PUBG despite us ranking it so oh. low because of all the cheaters <laughs> and the mouse script users. You can never go back, Paul. I know. I want to go back to like the old beta PUBG when it was still awful, but it was incredibly fun. You didn't have as much cheating, at least. You just had to worry about all the rubber banding. All right, so the top five, then, we don't really need to touch very much. We highly recommend those five games. The next five on the list, starting with number six, we've got Call of Duty Warzone, Hearthstone, Outriders, GTA Online, and Rainbow Six Siege. How are you feeling about Tier 2? One of these games I uninstalled recently, Paul. And actually, I'll say this. Two of these games I have thought about uninstalling recently. <laughs> one of them I actually did uninstall, and I will say this. The other one I think is not far behind it. I'm assuming you already uninstalled Outriders? Nope. That's the one that's coming soon. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I'm leaving it there. Like on the off chance that like you or Andy is like, hey, anybody up for like a round of Outriders? And I'd be like, yeah, let me see if they fixed all the bugs yet or not. Nope, they didn't. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really love Outriders. I really liked that 
the developer came out and said this is going to be like our new franchise moving forward. So I think there's no doubt we'll get DLC, we'll get future installments. And I thought Outriders was a ton of fun. If anything, I think it might be a tad low despite all the bugs, but I don't have any major heartburn there. I still think Rainbow Six Siege might be a little high to keep that in our top 10. Really? Little, yeah, maybe that's I just almost thought it was preference. too low. The time to kill is just, uh, there's so many times that I would die in that game without ever seeing the enemy. So the game that I uninstalled was Warzone. Oh, like you Legitimately, did. I, it was this weird, I had it installed, I've had it installed for ever. I don't think I've ever removed Warzone, but we haven't played it in like, what, like five months or so? I think Jared and, just felt a disturbance in the force. You know, right. <laughs> our friend I actually confess. Still I confess to, to our buddy Jared because he's a huge Warzone <laughs> fan. And we were playing some Rocket League the other day. And he was actually like, man, you need to hop back into some Warzone with me. And I did the like, Jared, there's something I have to tell you. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, I uninstalled it. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I get it. I'll be honest. I'm much more inclined to play Apex right now. Like, legitimately, like, if you told me, like, hey, I'm getting the Battle Royale bug, like, let's play one, I would say, hey, let's hop back into Apex. I, I don't know why the difference. Maybe it's the, I mean, there's been a slew of hackers going on in Warzone. Um, I, You know, not that there's not hackers in any Battle Royale, but for some reason, like, the Warzone is just down the list for me. Like, I'd be more inclined to play Apex or even, like you said, give PUBG, like, that one or two game try to see if it's really as bad as we remember or if it's actually gotten better. Mm. Um, so it's funny because we were all reminiscing about rainbow six siege the other day and talking about the operators and stuff. And yeah. I was like, man, that, it, that is a really fun game with friends. Like if you've Todd got a picking like black a, beard every single round. Oh yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know, putting that little shield on his gun or whatever, but yeah, it was one of those, it really is great with friends if you can get a group to play together on that. That's why I was saying I almost thought it was ranked a little low. Um, well, that means it's probably in the right spot then. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't low, know. I is there anything in this high. 6 through 10 that you think we should change? I think it's pretty good. I mean, for me personally, Hearthstone and Outriders, I've always had above Warzone. As much as I love Warzone, I mean, these are all the cream of the crop. I mean, these are my favorite games. Uh, I don't have any major problems. The only one in the top 10 that I would say is definitely not in my personal top 10 is just Rainbow Six Siege. But if you're higher on it than me, you know, it, it might get bumped down later anyway as we look at some of the other games. I could legit see moving Warzone down a notch or two, you know, like that's going to cause some flack from some people, especially people that love shooters and battle royales. And it's not to say that Warzone's not a phenomenal game, but you think about how many people like just don't play battle royales, you know, and to say that this game is like number six out of our entire leaderboard, you know, that's that could be pushing it. I don't know. I, I could see bumping it down one or two. Okay. Uh, how would you feel about bumping it below Outriders? So dropping it below Hearthstone and Outriders. The only thing... What if we bumped Outriders above Hearthstone? Oh, okay. So rearrange all three. So instead of going Warzone, Hearthstone, Outriders, go Outriders, Hearthstone, Warzone? Yes, because... Technical issues aside with Outriders, that game's phenomenal with friends. When it clicks, it clicks so well. 
You know what I mean? That and it's not a battle royale. It's not a like a not that that's a niche gaming thing, but I think like a lot more people in general could enjoy Outriders versus like Warzone because mm-hmm. it's cooperative, not like that PvP where you're just getting sniped from across the map and getting frustrated. So I, I mean, I could see doing it like that. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just swap Outriders and Warzone. We'll have them leapfrog, and then we'll keep Hearthstone right in the middle there for number seven. I like it. I think that looks good. I feel. Nothing stands out as wrong in that that tier. Yeah, that's a pretty killer top 10, I, I gotta say. It really is, yeah. All right, so then tier three, starting with number 11, we've got Destiny 2, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, Resident Evil Village, Among Us, and No Man's Sky. This is where I want to mix it up, Paul. Okay, all right, all right. What you thinking? I, I, I want to move a game up a lot. That's not in this tier. Okay. I think Deep Rock Galactic is a much better game than we give it credit for. Hmm. Okay. And they still to this day are making improvements to that game. Like that game is updated fairly heavily almost every single month by the developer. Like I just saw a big thing where like they gave one of the dwarfs like a rocket launcher, a missile <laughs> silo, like salvo rocket launcher thing now. Yeah. That game with friends, I get that it can get old after a while. Like we've talked about when you hit that wall that you hit it kind of hard. Yeah, it's got a built-in timer. Until you hit that wall, though, that game's really good. Especially, it's a four-player co-op. There's so much fun to it. For me, I would want to like almost like swap it with like Black Ops Cold War. Oh, wow. Yeah, for me... Uh, I, I would put it below all of those <laughs> in tier three, to be honest. <laughs> but if you want to bump it up a bit, I don't mind that at all. So Deep Rock Galactic right now, we've got down at number 19. And you're talking about bumping it up, you know, maybe to put it in the top 15 instead. So, you know, I can I can deal with bumping that up a bit. I, I know I'm higher on Far Cry 5 than you, but if you want to bring it in, I would say as long as it's below Black Ops Cold War and below Resident Evil Village, then I'm good. I think those should should be in the top 13. Should stay there. Yeah, but if you want to put Deep Rock up a few spots. I just I it's one of those things I was on Reddit the other day and I was in like the PC gaming Reddit and somebody was saying like, "Hey, what are some really fun like co-op games that me and my buddies can play?" And it was weird because like 70% of the responses included Deep Rock Galactic. Really? I'm kind yeah, of surprised. Like, legitimately, because it's such a good co-op game. You know? And it's just, it's fun to play with friends. It's cooperative. There's a fairly large amount of missions and things that you can do. There are some aggravations. The map in that game is terrible. You know, I mean, it does have some issues. But I think as a co-op game that you can play with friends, it's I think it deserves to be in, like, the top 15. Okay. Uh, above or below Among Us? Man, we just had some fun with Among Us the other night. <laughs> um, I think above. I would put it one above. One above. So, okay. So we'll keep Destiny 2, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Resident Evil Village, but then we'll bring in Deep Rock Galactic and drop down Among Us and No Man's Sky. What do you think? I- I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I know that Todd was also much higher on Deep Rock Galactic than I was, so I feel like he would agree with the spirit of that decision, even though he's and, and uh, I'm, not I'm on I'm assuming this there's no way I can get you to move Destiny 2 down. 
No, in fact, I was going to say, if anything, I would rather swap Destiny 2 with Rainbow Six Siege to put it in the top 10, but I know you wouldn't care for that, so I kind of figured let Sleeping Dogs lie. I mean... Man, we have a lot of people that love Destiny 2 out there. It's yeah. just so grindy. You know what's funny to it's me? It's grindy. Like, yeah. even the people that love it, like, like we're like, Josh, we know you hate it. And then they troll me because they're like, do you really hate it that much? And I'm like, no, I really don't hate it that much. Like, it's a, it's a fine game. It's very well done, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with Destiny 2 except all the stuff that's wrong with it. It's so grindy. <laughs> it's so disjointed. It's so it's very like, bloated. You know, right. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I I pick on those things probably more than I should. I get that a lot of people love Destiny 2. I could see it, especially co-op with friends. I think that's part of the lure there is like doing these missions with friends and the raids with friends and stuff like that. The problem is like, how much do you have to grind to be able to play with your friends? Yeah. And I know the answer is technically zero, but really? Like, (laughs) yeah. You well, know? there's some and there's some fantastic things in Destiny 2, like Gambit mode. So when we we're talking about PvPVE elements, like that's pr- honestly it, it might be the 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 singular thing that does that the best is Gambit within Destiny 2. Uh, but yeah, you know, if I, I I think I even said on the Destiny 2 episode, if you could only have one game, you're gonna want it to be something like Overwatch, Apex, Rocket League, the ones that are PvP focused. But if you also wanted a game with PvE and PvP, Destiny 2, World of Warcraft, those are probably the two best ones where you can sink every hour of every day into those games and not really run out of stuff to do. Do you want to move it into the top 10? I'm okay with that. Take advantage of my moment of weakness, Paul. <laughs> okay, so we'll put Destiny 2 in the top 10. And then move You know who's going to be very excited? Oh, I know. Everybody that loves Destiny 2. <laughs> I'm still not 100% how to pronounce his name, but Glad Glad Sapir in in Discord is going to be ecstatic. Glapsadir, this one's for you, buddy. Yes. (laughs) Destiny 2 has cracked the top 10. Let it be known that I don't hate Destiny 2 as much. No, I really do, but I can compromise. (laughs) All right. So then Tier 3 is set. We'll jump into Tier 4 here. So starting at number 16, we have No Man's Sky, which dropped out of the top 15. And then we have Far Cry 5, Raft, Star Wars Squadrons, and Warhammer Vermintide 2. All right. You ready for another shakeup? Sure. Let's hear it. I'm in a co-op mood, Paul. That's the problem. Oh, okay. It's just You want to bump up Vermintide? So much fun, man. They're so much fun. (laughs) They really are, right? Like, Uh I, I think Vermintide 2 deserves to be higher. Okay. Now, I think that we approached Vermintide 2 as a game that we had played a ton and we were sick of. That's probably fair. Because it, yourself- it was not fresh when we covered it on the show. We were coming from a, a place of already playing it when it first released, letting it run its course. So maybe we were a little harsh on it. Put yourself in the newbie shoes of Vermintide 2 with like three friends. How enjoyable is that game if you're all playing it for like you know, the first five to 10 hours. Oh, it's pretty great. I would say it's, it's way it's, more fun than squadrons. I agree a hundred percent. So you know, I would definitely swap those bumping up Vermintide above squadrons. The question is, would we bump it above raft, which has had recent updates that we have I not know. played. 
and Far Cry 5. Um, here's the, this is what's throwing the monkey work, the monkey, the monkey work in the wrench, Paul. <laughs> the monkey work in the wrench. <laughs> the monkey is work Far in the Cry wrench. Far Cry 5. Getting... Are you going to say Far Cry 5? No, I'm not actually. Okay. No Man's Sky is just had another update. It was called Prisms or something. I didn't even look into what it is. These dudes are on fire with No Man's Sky. Uh-huh. They need to stop the developing issue. it. It's it's already good. I know. Stop right? worrying kinda, about No Man's Sky. We kind of joked game. about it. Like you've paid <laughs> yeah. your dues. Move on. <laughs> like you know, you've you've earned your place. Um. Here's the problem. Ever since we started like incorporating single player games, yeah, yeah, yeah. No Man's Sky would be way up there in the single player game because that game's phenomenal. Like, we rated it a little heavily because of the multiplayer aspect really not being, like, so great. Like, we kind of even reference like, you play it alongside your friends. You yeah. don't really play it with your friends. And I'm having a hard time with that because I want to give No Man's Sky the credit that it's due as being a phenomenal video game. But where does it belong on our leaderboard? Yeah, I, I don't think it belongs in the top 13. So for us having it at 16... I wouldn't want to move it up, but I don't really want to move it down. Like, that's what I'm saying is like... Yeah. This is like that game that tips the skills just both ways, like over and over. I think it really just highlights how many great games we've covered for the show. And we have not covered a ton of terrible games. So even though it's closer to the middle of our leaderboard, it's still... It's I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a masterpiece, but it's way up there. It's a fantastic game. No Man's Sky is phenomenal. It's one of those games you can play for a thousand hours and still find enjoyment out of. Yeah. I do think let's do this so we don't get completely twisted around here. Let's figure out. What, I think we should move Vermintide two up. Sure, I definitely would put it above Star Wars Squadrons. I've got no problem with that. You could probably talk me into putting it above Raft, even though personally I. I thought Raft was such a fun co-op experience. Raft was a big surprise for me. Yeah. Like I really Raft did enjoy fantastic. playing Raft. Let's put it up one. Okay. I think a lot of people haven't heard about Raft. And if we can get people to play Raft with a friend, I feel like that's a win. Because I think that people will really enjoy that. And I don't want to bury that game because it's not very well known. Okay. Yeah. You know. Um so okay. I mean we only moved Vermintide up one, but I guess that's a small victory for it. <laughs> sure. It's got some tough games to compete with, you know, up there at that high. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break here and hear from one of our sponsors. This episode of the multiplayer gaming podcast is brought to you by the Blizzard Gear Store by Fanatics. If you're a long-term listener of the show, you know how much we love Blizzard games here. We even have Overwatch as our number one game on our leaderboard. And I've got great news for you guys out there. You can actually help support our show by purchasing Blizzard gear through MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard store. There is clothing for men, women, and children. There's collectibles, toys, so much stuff to browse through and look at. I was taking a look and saw you can order a replica of Genji's sword that you can hang on your wall. There's Lego sets, Diva onesies. What more could you guys want? So please check it out at MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard Store. Now back to the show. 
All right, Josh. We have kind of settled in our top 20, although I have a feeling we might be shaking it up again because now in this next tier, we have at number 21, Divinity Original Sin 2, The Cycle, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, A Way Out, and RimWorld. And what really makes this tier interesting is that we have two games in here that are technically single-player games first, being Divinity Original Sin 2 and RimWorld, both of which we were pretty harsh on because the multiplayer experience is not great. Mm, So I know Divinity in particular is one of your all-time favorite games. So I'm assuming you've got to want to bump this up, right? I really... It's funny because we were talking about it. Somebody was... Oh, I know what it was. I saw saw it on Steam sale the other day. It was like $17.99. Yeah. And I just went... I can't think of a better way to spend $18 than to (laughs) pick up Divinity Original Sin 2 and just get immersed into that amazing video game. Yeah. You know, and I I haven't talked to anybody that's actually picked it up that doesn't just fall in love with it. Like, there's just so many great aspects. I would love to move that up. Um, Honestly, the multiplayer part of it is. Not, I don't want to say gimmicky, but it's not for everybody. It's going to play very slowly. It's going to play more like a, almost like a D&D campaign mm-hmm. at that point. But if we're starting to talk about single-player games, I would put Divinity above Resident Evil Village, in my opinion. Like I think it's second to none as far as video games go. I was even going to say I'd be willing to put it all the way as high as number eight, Call <gasps> of Duty Warzone. Would I you think do any- that for me, Paul? I think anywhere in that eight to thirteen range is is totally fair. I I mean, dude, you don't have to tell me twice. I, I can't <laughs> I can't recommend that game enough to people unless you just hate role playing games. Like if you hate role playing games, then fine. That, that this game is not for you. But if you like role playing games, even if it's like sometimes, I don't think you can go wrong with this game. The world building, the different cultures that you run into, the characters that are so interesting, the mysteries that you uncover over the course of the game, the replayability, just the single fact that any single quest you can complete 20 different ways. It's a delightful game. And yeah, Divinity, I, I want to bump it up way higher. I'm with you. Ooh, you get. Ooh, <laughs> I just got to chill, Paul. Do you see that? Are you going to start downloading Divinity again? I, I'm. <laughs> Start start another playthrough. Wait, I don't think I ever uninstalled it, actually. Maybe <laughs> I did. You still have it. After like 200... I Actually, I have like 200 hours in that game. I did finally uninstall it. I finally went like, okay, I don't think I'm going to play this again after 200 hours. But <laughs> uh, So what do you think? Do you think 8 is too high to put it above no, Warzone? I don't think so at all. I mean, if we're okay. talking single player and we're starting to mix single player in, I, that's perfect, you know? Um, I, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it ranks up there with the likes of like Valheim and Rust and stuff like that. Right. But the very next tier, but it's like right there at the very next tier for sure. I totally agree. And, uh, unfortunately that does push destiny Two back out of the top 10. It, it did not <laughs> last win-win. very long. It did not last long, but it did, it did briefly have a spot because, in the top 10. Just remember, I stood up for destiny Two for those three minutes, Paul. <laughs> You did, you did. That's, uh, yeah. All right. Anything else in this tier that we want to move? Dude, this is looking so much better already. I'm so glad we did this. Honestly, it's like, this is just making me feel a lot better about stuff. Um, I think the cycle 
the cycle I want to move down. It's got to go down. Like, oh, we, dude, this game keeps dropping like a rock. I think when we initially did the cycle, it was like number four. It was in our top ten easily. Yeah. It we might have been up games. to number four. Yes. Yeah, but it just it just keeps dropping more and more. Uh, I say go lower, Paul. It's definitely lower! it's lower! out of this. It's out of this twenty five for sure. Lower. <laughs> Um, I mean, with how the about, current how about iteration, move, how about I just move the cycle to the side, and when yeah, we get to, to the, the proper tier, we'll bring it up again. I think that's great because okay. we got to talk about that. But I'm not <laughs> sure that game belongs anywhere close to the middle. <laughs> All right. So, how do you feel about RimWorld? Because it's this not is my probably, cup of tea, Paul. I'll be honest with you, it's just not. I know it's yours and I know you love it. And I almost, because you gave me divinity, I almost want to just say like, put it where you want, you know, as long as it's below (laughs) divinity, I'm fine, (laughs) you know, but it's, it's a hard game to learn. It's very long term based. Like, remember like when we talked about it and I was playing it at regular speed, do you guys remember that? And then you guys laughed at me and you were like, no, you gotta go ultra speed. No, dude, you gotta put it like five (laughs) times speed. And I was like, what? Like five times speed. And you were like, you'll never get anywhere in this game if you play it at regular speed. And that's like, that's kind of the thing for me. But I, I also recognize the infinite, like replayability of RimWorld almost. It's almost more of a sandbox than a true game in that sense. That game's kind of a conundrum for me because it's not my it's not my cup of tea, but I also appreciate what that game actually is. And I appreciate the fact that I think there's a gajillion people out there that could get hundreds of hours of entertainment out of that game. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you, I mean, I kind of leave this one in your hands, Paul. The only thing I was thinking is maybe dropping squadrons. I know I was always the lowest on it in our friend group. That's the only thing I was thinking because I love Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. I love A Way Out. I love RimWorld. I don't love squadrons. I like squadrons. So that's the only thing I was thinking. Believe it or not, I'm okay with that. You know, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about squadrons and... I loved that game when it first came out. Loved, loved, loved it. Bought the joystick. I mean, all that. Yeah. But it did get old real fast. Like, it was great for a little bit, but then it just got to the point where I was like, I don't know that I want to keep playing this game. And I've had zero desire to, like, play Squadrons ever since then. So I think that's telling, you know? Um, And so if you want to move it up or swap it or I I don't really know what you want to do with that, but I think that's fine. Okay, so then we'll just drop Squadrons a few spots to put it below, keep talking, A Way Out, and RimWorld, which will just basically drop it down to 24, which I think okay. is fair. It's kind of like smack dab in the middle of the leader. That moves Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes up a little bit too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that game's so much fun. Like, little spoiler, we played a game that's similar yeah. to that. Some Operation Tango. Operation Tango, which I had never heard of, but I had a absolute blast playing today. And it was very reminiscent of Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. And then that made me realize how much I actually enjoy Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes as a game to play with friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So moving that up is also a win in that case, I think. Very nice. All right. I kind of feel like this is a little bit of a dividing line. Now we're getting into the games that we did not love but there are still good things in these games these games aren't terrible but i kind of feel like this is a little bit of a divider 
we're now looking at games like so we have our top 24 set and now we currently are sitting with gtfo it takes two phasmophobia cuphead payday two anything Mm. that sticks out here I've been telling you guys I have the itch to actually dive back into GTFO. I feel like it's been almost like a year or a year and a half since we played that, and I see where they're still updating that. It makes me wonder how far that game has come and if they fixed some of the issues that made it a little lower down our list. They added matchmaking, apparently. Yeah, and they added matchmaking now, too, which is great, because it used to be you had to go on a Discord server. (laughs) Go find a group of four. Anybody want to play with me? (laughs) Um. But I think I, I think it's at the top of this tier, which is probably where I would actually rank it. Mm-hmm. I'm um, okay with that. Would I'm we put a- the cycle in this group of five, or do we think the cycle is still lower? I, I think the cycle probably belongs in this tier. I'd put it above payday two. This is assuming that there's enough player base to even get a match. Right. Oh, Payday 2 is still very popular. No. Yeah, there's plenty. <laughs> no, I'm oh, you mean for the cycle. the cycle? Oh, for the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, in instant queue in Payday 2 or a 20-minute queue in the cycle where you're either going to mop the floor with everyone or get destroyed in a second-place finish. <sighs> this, uh, this makes me sad because in a, in a vacuum, the cycle is such an incredible game. Yeah. Um, and I would play it any day of the week over payday two. But the problem is, is that they've ruined this game so much and they're actually changing it for what I think is going to be the worst. I think I'd rather play payday two at that point, you know, and, and payday two was not super fun for me. I mean, it had some redeeming qualities, but put it under payday two, man. (laughs) Okay. It'll keep falling. That's fine. I, I think that's probably where it goes to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, the cycle is actually going back into development despite being out for such a long time. They are going to make it a little bit more like Escape from Tarkov, where if you die, you lose the gear that's on your player. But if you escape the planet, you get to keep your gear. So I'm kind of curious to see how that turns out. But uh, the cycle, I mean, look what they've done to my boy. I mean, they've, uh, they've slaughtered it. It used to be so good. It was the craziest game that nobody had ever heard of, and everybody <laughs> that we told about it, and we were like, trust us, download this game, would play it, and then go, where did this game come from? This is like a triple A title, super fun, amazing, well-polished game. And we went, right? Like, how do people not know about this game? Everybody, literally everybody we told was like, dude, this game is great. It's free. Like, How? And then they just patched it and nerfed it into oblivion. And it still to this day makes us so sad, man. They nerfed the field of view that you could switch. They nerfed the boxer suit, which they took out the best parts of the boxer suit and made it almost worthless. They added in the goofiest lobby that serves literally zero purpose to the game. And it just never had enough players. That's the thing. You always had to wait and there was always a small handful of people that would destroy every match. Yeah, it's just rather sad what happened to it. All right, so the only other thing I would say in this tier is I would probably bump Cuphead above Phasmophobia, and it takes two. Uh, I would probably put it above GTFO personally, but since GTFO is at the top for you in this tier, what about moving Cuphead right below it? That's fine. Cuphead's a masterpiece of a game. 
The Honestly, single player you know, is you're the single player. That's the problem, right? But I, I, I'm not even really looking at Cuphead from a multiplayer standpoint because it's pretty terrible. Um, you're really just getting your partner yeah. killed in that regard. Um, Too but, much on the screen. Yeah, but from a if you like difficult games, it's so well done. Um, I'd almost say put it higher, but then it gets really frustrating if you're not in the mood for a really <laughs> difficult game. So it's like let's temper yeah. that, right? But no, I think that's fine. You kind of have to be in the right mindset to play Cuphead. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. That works. So the cycle, we uh, are not going to plug back in yet at this point. The next tier that we have here is Fall Guys, Escape from Tarkov, Valorant, Human Fall Flat, and Civilization Six. I actually feel like this is where the cycle should go. Okay. Like Near the top or the bottom? Still, <laughs> if there's still fun... <laughs> If there's still fun to be had in the cycle, like I would rate it over some of these games. I just don't know if you could even play a match at this point. But some of these games are just pure frustration. Yeah. And the cycle is not frustrating. It's just sad. Yeah. It's more sad (laughs) and depressing. Right. Yeah. I I would put it in here at the top of this list, which would would put put it it in at number 30. I would. I would put it at 30. I think that's I think that's the right spot. Okay. And then what about the rest of this group? Fall Guys, Tarkov, Valorant, Human Fall Flat, Civ 6. I actually think Civ 6 might be a little low. I, I was just looking at this and I was saying most of these games tick me off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like legitimately, like most of these games, I just think about like, I'm going to rage if I play these games and I'm going to cuss and scream and get upset, <laughs> except with the exception of Civilization 6 and Human Fall Flat. Yeah, I think in this group, as much as I hate to say it, I think Fall Guys, Tarkov, and Valorant are the worst three out of the five we just I agree 100%. And if you like these games, I I apologize, right? Like, are they good video games? Yes, they are. Like, Valorant is finely tuned, easy to run, and it's, you know, it's a masterpiece for those very specific people that like that kind of game. And so I get it. But for the majority of other people, I think they're with us and that this game is just going to lead to nothing but frustration and anger. And that's the path to the dark side, Paul. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Tarkov and Valorant are just very sweaty. They even when I would win and do well in those matches, it just felt more like relief than it did fun. Those games (laughs) feel like work. They're not it's not entertainment at that point to me. So, yeah, I, I, I actually do have fun in Human Fall Flat. Civ 6, yeah. You know, I'd probably put them in that order. Civ 6 is a fine video game. Like, I want to give it its credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. I just think it's one of those, it can drag on a lot, and it can feel like work. If Yeah. I, I, Civ 6 is almost better as a single-player game to just kind of mindlessly oh, click around way and better. do that. Yeah. As a multiplayer, I think that's where it hurts it a little bit, even though I know there's people that love playing the multiplayer portion of it um but yeah it that game doesn't really frustrate me um like the other ones do so i think that moving human fall flat and civ 6 above the other three is definitely the way to go okay and do we like human fall flat more than civ 6 or vice versa Mm. human fall flat you've got a lot of community mods the gameplay just lacks for me a little bit. I, you like, mean honestly, having two buttons? You know, it's just yeah. Grab left, I think grab I would put right, Civ and jump. Six above it. Okay. From the 
looking at the single player aspect, you know, like I there was some enjoy. And that's Civ Six really isn't my kind of game, but I think mm-hmm. I enjoyed that more than Human Fall Flat. Okay, that's fair. Like Human Fall Flat will make me laugh, and it's a lot of fun. It's humorous to to just cackle for like 15 minutes but after those 15 minutes i almost go like hey guys let's go play a real game now yeah i I can i can understand what you're saying yeah yeah so the question now becomes do we want to plug in fall guys tarkov and valorant or would we use any of the next tier to jump them because coming up after this we have minecraft dungeons the forest halo reach and left for dead 2 would any of those leapfrog i you have to like as frustrating as they are, you have to honor the these are good video games. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Fall Guys. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that Escape from Tarkov and Valorant are really sweaty. Uh-huh. Fall Guys. I hate Fall Guys so much. I wish I, I didn't. Think, I like, wish I didn't hate I it, but Paul, I do. You have to play two hours of Fall Guys, two hours of Valorant, or two hours of Escape from Tarkov. And you can't leave your chair until you put in two hours. Which one would you be like, oh, man? I would do Valorant. As much as I hate to say it, I would would say Valorant. Valorant, I think, is at least, like, the least torture of the three. And plus, with Tarkov, you've got that built-in, like, rust depression where... You finally earn all this gear, and you're gonna lose some of it. I mean, I know that there's like the insurance, and you and can all always spawn as the scav, right? Yeah, where it's <laughs> like scav. you don't care about your gear at that point. So I would do Valorant, Tarkov, and Fall Guys. To be honest, <laughs> all right, Fall Guys keeps on falling. Fall Guys is just stupid, man. It, it was a great idea. It was fun for like four games until I realized like this is terrible. People are just knocking me off the ledge. I like I failed. For no reason, like no fault of my own. Yeah, and I, I think we said it on the episode, but they have like 40 mini games, which sounds like a ton, but it's such a small pool, especially for rounds one and two. You're playing the same ones over and over right. and over. Yeah, yeah it gets so I'm, repetitive very quickly. Yeah, I'm fine respecting Tarkov above Fall Guys. Okay. So now in this next tier, we've got Minecraft Dungeons, The Forest, Halo Reach, Left for Dead 2. And player unknowns battlegrounds. I think the only that. one out of place is Left for Dead Two. Uh, that one I would put a little higher, but that's just me. Where I would put it above Halo Reach and the Forest, and I'd leave it below Minecraft Dungeons. All right, I was gonna say Dungeons can Dungeons can be fun. It's it was a fun, fun little co op game. It's um, simplistic but fun. Yeah, so let's do that. I, I uh, the Forest can be a lot of fun, but as a multiplayer game. There's a ton of just rando wandering around and stuff like the forest. When it clicks, it clicks. But when it doesn't, it's almost like, what, what am I doing? Like, like right. Wh- what is this game? Like, what are we? Are we just looking at trees? Or, like, wh- what's the point of this? So, <laughs> OK, so anything else we would change there? So now the order that we have is 36 Minecraft Dungeons, Left 4 Dead 2, The Forest, Halo Reach, and then player unknowns battlegrounds. Are we being too harsh on PUBG? No, Paul. I don't not. think we are either. I don't. And that's really I, I want, sad. I like the- <laughs> for a game that I played. I legitimately played for like twelve hundred hours. Here's the problem. This is like the this is like the bad relationship that you forget how bad it is. Yeah. Because you don't think about it for a while, right? And uh-huh. then it's like when you actually start thinking about it, you go like, oh, 
Oh, that game treated me so bad. Like or, all the hackers, uh, the 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 snipes, the the unfair this, the the, the squad match the, where one guy dies and now you have to yes. spectate for thirty minutes. The the car hitting the invisible rock and exploding and killing everybody <laughs> when you're fully geared. Um, I, I just, Josh, I, nobody dies in the red zone. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, I get it, though. Like, there's a part of me that's like, but that game was so great. Yeah. It was so great. But I think it's that abusive relationship. I don't want to go back to it. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I'm okay with that. So, everything else look good in that tier? I could see... All right. I will... All right. Let's... I could see putting it one above Halo Reach, to be honest. Because if you asked me today which one of these two I would rather play, I would be... more inclined to install and play a couple rounds of PUBG with you than I would to play Halo Reach with you. I've never agreed with you more, Josh. Halo Reach down to number 40, (laughs) Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The big comeback coming up from 40 to 39. Who saw it coming? It it really is. It might start climbing its way. What, What I'm waiting for is for you to write everybody and be like, so I played a few rounds of PUBG the other night and it really wasn't that bad. (laughs) And then everybody will be like, oh, well, let me give it a try. And before you know it, all four of us will be playing PUBG again until we realize that hackers and mouse scripters are still just completely ruining that game. Yeah, and just the pacing on a lot of those maps is just so slow. You know how like when you pick up a gun and it's not loaded and it doesn't have ammo? (laughs) Yeah. You know, or when you go to click the door and it doesn't open and then it opens and closes right away, like all of those things. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah, see, you forgot, didn't you, Paul? <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not normally one to have, like, rose-colored glasses on things from the past. If anything, I'm almost too pessimistic. But Battlegrounds, when it was good, it was so good. I have a oh, soft spot in my heart great. for it. I read two new maps. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll check it out. But I know it's just going to stomp on my heart, and yep. I'm just going to leave depressed. Well, I'm waiting for you to say it, Paul. I know I know you will. I know you'll give it that that try. All right, and then coming up in the very rear, the caboose of the oh. leaderboard, we've got at 41, Sea of Thieves, 42, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, which was our last deep dive, and 43, Overcooked 2. All right, Paul. I did read that they are fixing the assassinations in Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Now to if find you're getting fix. assassinated, that they... The assassination will stop if the person takes damage. Okay, which is the most Captain Obvious thing I've ever <laughs> thought of in my life. I, still I don't know put why. It above sea of Thieves, though, because I like Sea of Thieves. <laughs> so even with assassinations fixed in that regard, it's still goofy in the middle of combat to start assassinating someone. But whatever. So is that enough to move it at all, or you would still leave it at forty-two? They still have other things they got to fix, man. Oh, yeah. oh, the other thing, since we're talking about this game, is you know how we complain about matchmaking and that, hey, yeah, level yeah. four people should not be playing level 100 people? Do you know what their solution is to that? Uh, What? They're not going to show people's ranks anymore or oh levels. So when Josh, you're in matchmaking, that, you they just don't show the levels. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. They said they said that the level oh indicator is the, the, the rank or the <laughs> MMR system that they use is some true... <laughs> True talent system or something like that, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they said, so to avoid people from getting upset and leaving a match because they're ranked against a higher level person, they're just not going to show players levels at all. Great. And I was like, what? This is, 
This is how you solve problems, right? Oh my gosh. We're just going to hide it now. We're not going to fix it. We're just going to hide it so that you don't know. That's the dumbest solution. Oh man. Possible. All right. Whatever. Uh, I think it's fine where it's at is all, is what I'm trying to say. All 800 people currently playing hood are going to be, you know, sure. All right, and then Overcooked Two still dead last for you, still Josh. Still dead last. That game's- <laughs> no. I don't mind Overcooked Two. The worst thing about Overcooked Two is when you play with three or four people. It just is so chaotic with throwing food and everything else. But Overcooked that's Two fine. is a good way to ruin friendships. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Josh. Someone had kind of suggested on our Discord that we start a brand new leaderboard almost as like a new season because they said they can't really imagine our top five ever being cracked, which I thought it was kind of funny because Valheim only came out, what, like two months ago? (laughs) It it really hasn't been all that long. But do you see a game ever challenging our top four here in the near future? I really don't is the thing. So it's like, do we we move those into a Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. And then, but then the problem is like, are we going to just look at the next four? Right. But then, or does that open it up? Do we say that, Hey, like Overwatch, Apex, Rocket League, Rust are now in our hall of fame where they belong. And then Valheim, Outriders, Hearthstone, Divinity, does that make those easier to unseat at that point? Or is it like, are we doing it just to do it? Or does it actually feel like it would mix things up? (laughs) I almost feel like, it's almost like your Mount Rushmore, right? Like our Mount Rushmore games unquestionably are Overwatch, Apex, Rocket League, and Rust. But I, I could see something uh, unseating them, not anytime in the next couple months, I don't think. But Outriders got darn close. Valheim did crack the top five. Hearthstone, we didn't even cover all that long ago. So honestly, three out of our top seven were pretty recent. Overwatch 2, who knows? Maybe. Very well could end up as one or two. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if we shouldn't have a Hall of Fame, though. Like, that does sound like a good idea to just say, like, look, you know, some people might look at it and go, like, yeah, no, duh. But then at the same time, like, I don't think a lot of people think about Rust that way, you know? And it's like, but Rust is such a good game with friends at the same time. You know, and it's like you could never fight or shoot in Rust and I think have a good time with just the crafting aspect. I mean, yeah, you're going to get killed and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd have to talk about it a little bit, but I think it might help to shake that up. But then it's also, like you said, a lot of these games are fairly new to our top 10. Yeah. And now that we've kind of opened the floodgate for single player games, you know, something like Dragon Age 4. Ooh. I could easily see Ooh. cracking the top couple, you know, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Mass Effect, they're going to come out with another Mass Effect game. We've had a teaser for that. So, you know, I, I don't I don't know that we necessarily need to remove anything from the leaderboard, but maybe we should just do a special designation for what we see as the clear 1A games, which I would say are the top four. I would not put Valheim in there quite yet oh it's close though isn't it's it? close i mean it, that game's an early access if they when they finish developing that game and they add everything that they're talking about adding to it oh look out buddy yeah very possibly yeah. so 
Yeah, maybe we'll just kind of designate the top four, I would say, as the unimpeachable Hall of Fame. But that doesn't mean they're locked in forever. They could still get unseated. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, taking a look at the list here, Josh, any late nominations before we close this episode out? I don't think I have ever been happier with the leaderboard, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like right now, it's pretty much perfect. It's pretty darn good. Yeah, it really Rim is. RimWorld f- might be a little low, but that, mean, that, you know, other than that, it's looking pretty good. Did we move that up, Paul? <laughs> we, put, we put squadrons below it, yeah. So it essentially okay, so we did up. move it up. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the cycle. The cycle went below <laughs> the it The cycle well. had to get out of there. That makes me feel better, too. All right. So if you have not taken a look at our leaderboard, once again, you can find that at MultiplayerPodcast.com. It's right there on the main page. You just got to scroll down a little bit. And as a reminder, all of the games that we mentioned here today, we have full episodes on. So you can always go back and check those out in the archive. And then please consider supporting the show, MultiplayerSquad.com. Be a Patreon supporter. Come join us for free on Discord. Hit us up on social media. Multiplayer pod is where you can find us everywhere. And then we will be back with our next episode on Thursday for this week in gaming. So Josh, we'll be back with that episode then. Very soon, Paul. I do have one change to the leaderboard. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're my number one now. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Josh. <laughs> is that all I had to do was let you move uh, Divinity up to it number really eight? It really was. You know, <laughs> uh, we started this episode at you at number two, Paul, and now you're number one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you, yeah. you 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 can be my number one too, Josh. I'll All I'll right. reciprocate this is the, this is the love. Weird. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>